Hi, and welcome to Exposed. I am Mike Kahlo, and today we're going to talk about what's going on in Israel right now. Um, Israel is, uh, well, Israel is in the process of um, retaliating for crimes committed against its people, an act of war unprovoked against Israel. Right now, they are actually doing what's called intelligence, surveillance, target acquisition, ISR. They are preparing to retaliate. And soon, we're going to see an onslaught of attacks that will make uh, Hamas cower in fear. And it's a very sad day for our country very sad day for our world, extremely sad day for Israel. But it's very hard, I'm sure for you as well as me, to see the hostage parents and the family of the hostages begging for Biden to help them. My friends, I am sorry to say that's fruitless that is going to accomplish nothing because all Biden wants to do is look like they're on Israel's side, at least for the time being. But we all know and have known for years how this administration really feels about Israel. And when I say this administration, I'm talking about Obama, even though he's not in office, he is in office. Who's, who's the one calling the shots? It surely is not Biden. He's too decrepit, too old, too senile. And now we've got people like the squad who uh, stand and just come right out with it. At least they have, I guess you can call it the guts to come right out and just say what they believe, unlike Biden, who hides behind the screen. Um, but, you know, this squad... Um, and ever since uh, uh, the left, including Obama and Biden, have supported the squad, uh, it's kind of given them, well, it, it's given them a platform. And the crazies who are the constituents of these members of the squad, um, th these are the ones I worry about. These are the people that I worry about because are they just terrorists who have made it into our country and ended up electing someone with their values and their sense of ideals, because that's what it looks like. So we can pretty much gather how these people really feel about Israel. The squad stands with BLM, Black Lives Matter, and we know that Black Lives Matter stands with Hamas. So what does that tell you? We know that most of the college professors stand with BLM and stand with Hamas. So what does that tell you? It's sad day in America as well because we're seeing the fruit of the indoctrination of a generation. Right now, according to I-24 News, it smells of death in Israel. Soldiers have encountered unimaginable horrors 
as they removed the bodies of victims, including babies, many babies and small children, some with their heads chopped off. The atrocities that were committed with guns and grenades and knives and uh, just human being against human being, targeting innocent civilians in the comforts of their home. And what's left there are charred houses because the terrorists burnt down the houses to drive the civilians that were sheltering inside so they can come out to meet their fate. These are not the acts of soldiers. They're the acts of cowardly terrorists who take out their anger and frustration on the weak and the innocent and the young and the old. Imagine the old, the elderly, the infirmed, some Holocaust survivors. There is nothing in my mind more barbaric and inhuman as that. These scum deserve nothing less than what they are about to receive. Now, there are Palestinian people who are also themselves victims of the elite or of the leadership of Hamas. But right now, we need to focus on the retaliation that's coming. And it will soon be so clear as to Israel's plans. And we will see the world turn quickly against Israel and even America should we continue to stand behind Israel. In Israel, you know, it's a lot different than here. If you've ever had the opportunity to visit the Holy Land, it is a beautiful, beautiful country. Amazing that in the midst of the desert, such beauty has sprung up. But then again, it does talk about that in the Old Testament uh, of the Bible. But in Israel, it's very difficult, for instance, to get a gun permit. Um, you could possibly get a pistol permit, um, but it's extremely difficult to get. And without really strong connections or a high-paying, high-powered job, uh, you're probably not going to be able to obtain a permit for a handgun. Um, and as far as having an assault rifle in your home or shotgun, uh, hunting rifle, whatever, these things also are nearly impossible. So Israelis have no real self-protection. And that's why the IDF is as strong as it is. And it's also one reason why the IDF recruits all of the young adults when they're young to serve in the IDF. And uh, you, you'd be surprised at the, the youth there and uh, their uh, strength and uh, their resilience and uh, their desire to serve their nation. It really is a beautiful thing. Well, what we're seeing unfold before our very eyes would have never happened under the Trump administration. But now we have crazies all over the world who are emboldened. And the blame, unfortunately, falls nowhere 
except at the feet of this current administration and the Democrat Party. They told the world their intentions simply in Afghanistan. Um, without words, they showed the world how they would handle future problems. We turned tail and ran. We did not follow a specific plan to evacuate not only our troops and our people, but those Afghanis who risked their own lives standing against their own countrymen. We left them to die. We didn't hold our word and take them with us. We left billions of dollars um, that went into the Taliban coffers. We left billions of dollars in equipment, military weapons at their disposal, which we now know have somehow made their way into Gaza and now have been used and are being used against the civilian population of Israel. The $6 billion that we released to Iran, although they say it was being held because originally it was in Korea held and then we released it to Qatar and uh, Qatar uh, was supposedly only to release it for humanitarian purposes. But, you know, listen, uh, how are they going to prove it's humanitarian purposes or whatever? They submit a requisition, they get the money. But even if they don't get the actual dollars, since the money was released, Iran had the ability uh, to because money is fungible. What that means is, you know, it's swappable for one, you know, line of credit, whatever. It's money's available. And so because that money became available, along with the billions of dollars that we've allowed Iran uh, to earn on the um, you know, oil front by selling their oil around the world because America basically reduced their capacity to produce oil. Tell me that's not all planned out. And it was by Obama, followed through by Biden. So now we have Iran emboldened. And they are so emboldened that they have helped and are helping financially and with weaponry and with personnel, uh, the Hamas group uh, in Gaza. All of this money goes to destroy lives instead of enhance lives. You know, in Gaza, they get money. We still give money to the Palestinians, America. That's right. We give them money. And that money is supposed to be used for infrastructure and schooling and, you know, all these things, which it isn't. And we know that. And our politicians know that. But yet we release money to the leadership who just did and committed these atrocities. See, Based on all the money that's floating around in the world, we, America, are the ones who are going to be held responsible ultimately. Iran wants nothing except to wipe Israel off the map. And that's why they fund Hamas. And we know this for a fact. We know that our politicians are just as crazy. And I don't understand it. I don't understand how our own politicians can allow what's happening. But I guess the truth is hard to take. Because my friends, what we're seeing happening in Israel today 
could easily, unfortunately, happen here in America. We have factions right now that are, um, they're, 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 they're holding rallies against Israel. Israel was the one that was attacked. Israel was the one who lost people when they were just enjoying and doing life, doing nothing wrong. And yet, now today, Israel is the bad guys. America is the bad guys. Where does this come from? See, I went through the charter of Hamas. And their charter spells out very clearly their hatred of the Jews. And they have no interest in any possible peaceful solutions. They are against any peaceful solutions. You might remember your history. If not, uh, you know, you need to go to PragerU and uh, look, just type in um, um, Israel-Palestine. And they'll come up with a few videos. And they're only four minutes, five minutes, you know, videos. Very short. But let me tell you something. You're going to learn a lot. See, what they say in their own charter is that they're against peaceful solutions. <laughs> but it's not what others are saying about Hamas. That's what they say about themselves. Hamas, Hezbollah, the Taliban, ISIS. All these groups are basically the same. Sure, some are Sunni and some are Shia, yet they're all the same as far as desire regarding death to America as the big Satan and death to Israel as the little Satan. All of these groups are Islamic fundamentalist terrorists, and they use different names, but they have the same agenda to kill Christians and Jews and anyone who disagrees with their ideals. Now, you might not know the difference, and so maybe we should talk about it for just a moment, but the Sunni Muslims believe that the Prophet Muhammad did not explicitly declare a successor. The Shia Muslims believe that Muhammad publicly designated his cousin and son-in-law, Hazrat Ali, as the first in line of a hereditary imams. And he's from the prophet's family. And so he was to lead after him. So ultimately, this is not a human struggle. It really is a spiritual struggle against the forces of darkness. Now, I don't want to get too religious on you, but God created the Jewish people. And through Israel, God chooses, chooses to display his power also, he chooses to display his loving kindness and his sovereignty. God made Israel his special people. And God's promise is that they will endure forever. Now, Israel is the only nation in the world that has that promise from God. I mean, God didn't give that promise to the U.S., I hate to tell you, but America will not endure forever. We will fall at some point, and most likely from the inside. And the reason why evil hates Israel, Satan hates Israel, is because of God's promise. And 
if the enemy can prove that God's incapable of keeping his promises, then he feels like he could win. So the religious battle rages on from the beginning until now. Their battle is, and their goal, to destroy and annihilate Israel. And the enemy has tried this throughout all of human history. Since the beginning, human leaders like Pharaoh, Antichus, Herod, Hitler, and ultimately he will try through the Antichrist. The Antichrist is the world leader who will unleash the greatest persecution against Israel and God's people that has ever been known. But the Antichrist will not succeed because Jesus the Christ is going to return and fulfill all the promises that God has said about Israel. But right now, you and I, we're witnessing spiritual evil at work. Satan himself, who is empowering Hamas and the Iranian rulers to try and wipe Israel from the earth. But they will not succeed. And that's a promise of God. We have to recognize that this is a spiritual war being waged against God's people in the nation of Israel. But America, we have a price to pay for the deaths and carnage because it was the United States and our policies under the Biden regime that allowed Iran to sell massive amounts of oil and make over $60 billion a year in that process. And most of that money goes to fund terrorism around the globe and, of course, you know, align their own pockets. Biden is an incompetent and corrupt leader, and he's laughed at all over the world. And you could be sure Joe Biden has betrayed Israel. Oh, he may look presidential coming on the screen and saying we will give them what they need. We will stand behind them. That's the way it's supposed to look. But the facts are there. Bibi Netanyahu tried to talk the Biden administration into doing many things over the previous years. But the administration never follows through on anything. They do not really want to protect Israel. They only want it to look like they're protecting Israel. And it's a real problem. I can't imagine how anyone who's Jewish or anybody who loves Israel can't imagine how you can vote Democrat, let alone for this inept guy in the White House. Because all these problems were caused under Biden. If Trump were president, this would not be happening. And Biden will go down in history as the worst president in the history of our nation. We know Biden doesn't run the country. We know Obama's really the boss of everything, even the White House. We know his people are running the White House. They are the deep state. And they are the ones running the vicious witch hunts and investigations on President Trump. Israel is now at war. And there are many fears about escalation. And I believe they're real. You know, Gaza is a fairly small area that has 2 million people living within that area. And 
in such a small area, you would think that it would be easy to control. But Israel was never there to control. They wanted them to live freely. Israel provided the water, provided the food, hospitalization, care. Even after they go in and bomb throughout history, what does Israel do? They went in and sent their best to help the wounded and the sick. So let's look at Iran for a moment. There's obviously been sharp criticism towards Biden for releasing the money, you know, the $6 billion. But we have to underscore that this isn't just $6 billion unfrozen recently with a prisoner swap. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Iran being funded, going all the way back to the Obama regime, giving billions of dollars. You might remember some of the money that was left on the tarmac. Okay. And so that's a regime who hates America and they hate Israel. So the Biden administration continues Obama's work to appease them. They continue to give billions of dollars to Iran when we know the proxy is Hamas and Hezbollah. And now we have dead Israelis, women, children being brutally raped and murdered. And we have dead Americans and we have American hostages. Now we know from experience that this administration can care less about American heroes, American war heroes, or even just plain Americans held as hostage. We know that um, we, we've seen it throughout the history of both Obama administration and this administration. How can this administration come forward and try to make things right? They can't. It's too late. It's not possible. They, they would have to turn completely around and, and establish some kind of a Trump-style policy. Basically defund everything that the Iranians have. We would have to find a way to cut off their oil profits as well. But we know that this is not going to happen. The Obama administration was allowing for all the back doors to remain open. Think about Benghazi. We left our own there to die. They withheld them from going in. People who are willing to go in and help rescue those being held. In the past, we've tried to cut off and prevent through sanctions money going to Iran. But somehow money was still making it through. How? <laughs> well, the Obama administration knew how, but they didn't do anything to stop it. See, we have to face the facts. We have some of our own people who hate our own country. We have politicians who really hate America. Elections have consequences. President Trump said, if Joe Biden is elected, we're going to have an open border policy. And they laughed at him. He said, our economy is going to go into hell in the handbasket. And he said, there'd be chaos in the Middle East. And all of the foreign dictators and terrorist groups are going to be emboldened. And once again, <laughs> Trump was absolutely right. See, once you lose deterrence, you can't get it back. And so Joe Biden's disastrous withdrawal of Afghanistan really set the stage for all of us. It set the stage for Putin invading Ukraine. It set the stage for continued aggression 
of China towards Taiwan. And now this is really the culmination, the epitome of what we're seeing with the Biden administration. Hamas, with Iran's backing, brutally attacking Israel. And now that they've attacked, now they're already saying, oh, well, Israel has to stop now. Uh, Israel has to. No, they don't. So Biden has betrayed us and has betrayed Israel. And everything that President Trump predicted with regard to Biden and foreign policy, and even here at policy here at home, all of it's coming true in real time. And there's no other place to lie fault except at the feet of the Democrats and President Joe Biden. Right now, we have millions, literally millions of people coming through our border. And for every terrorist or potential terrorist we encounter and stop, there's probably 10 or 20 getting through undetected. We know multiple countries, including China and Iran, both have sent people through our borders. What does this mean for America? Well, to me, what it means is Biden is hoping for an attack against America. Why? Why would they want attack against America? To implement martial law, to take control of everything, including the elections, to make it so the only way you could vote is by drop boxes. We need to stop it at the border, and we need to stop it now. Shut the border down before we have an attack here within our own soil. President Biden and the Democratic Party have left our southern border unguarded. They don't have to come over with paragliders. Our enemies don't have to cut through barbed wire. They just walk in and disappear. Anywhere in the country they want to go, they can. And that is what has been happening and is happening right now as we speak. There are tens of thousands of military-aged men from countries like Cuba, Nicaragua, Venezuela, all around the world that are walking into this country, and we don't know who they are or even where they are. And so what are the possibilities of a coordinated attack at some point? Hi. It can easily happen. It could. One of the reasons our forefathers gave us the right to bear arms is for that very purpose. And so in this nation right now, we have a right to protect ourselves. So you have a right to have a gun and protect yourself. And I suggest that you do. I suggest you legally obtain your permits and legally obtain your guns and ammunition because, my friends, we will be needing it. Oh, I don't know when. I don't know how. I only know that we will be needing it. The signs are on the wall right now, so to speak. When our own government is turning a blind eye to a border that is left wide open for immigrants to come through. In Israel, they close their borders between Israel and Gaza, the walls and fences. And yet they still dug underground tunnels to try to get through. And they still plotted and planned ways that came paragliding in. Let me tell you, when evil decides to do evil, they will find a way to do evil. 
And we cannot go about thinking that, well, you know, I know they only mean well. They, you know, they really want what's good. No, there are there are people who are evil who do not want good to happen. Go back and study your history about Israel and Palestine, Palestinians, and 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 how many times we gave in. President Clinton worked out an accord and gave in, willing to give, you know, uh, everything that you know, they wanted basically with Israel in agreement and yet they walked away from the table and that happened five times over the course of history in the past few decades. We gave them, Israel gave them what they wanted and yet they refused to come to the table. And I ask why it's simple because their main objective is destruction of Israel. They want to drive them into the sea. They want nobody in Israel left. They do not believe that Israel and the Jewish people have a right to live, have a right to exist. That, my friends, makes negotiations impossible, impossible, impossible. Hear me when I say it is not possible to negotiate with such true evil. And there is evil in the world. And it's unfolding before our very eyes. And I want you to be aware that in the coming days and weeks and months, we're going to see the call from our own Congress and Senate, people like the squad, these crazy women who really should never be in, 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 in government in the positions that they have, but somehow we've allowed it. These people are going to be calling for Israel to stop. They're going to be calling sanctions against Israel. They're going to be calling for the UN to put a stop to what Israel is doing to protect itself. And it is only people like you and I who could stand up against such lies because the next generation has already been brainwashed in their schools and in the colleges and by the universities. They believe that the Palestinian people were a people and they had a nation. Tell me, do you ever see a Palestinian coin? Uh, who was president? Who, who who have been the leaders of the Palestinian people? Show me history. Show me. There is no such people. There are no such things. Arafat said he was the leader. He just appeared. Tell me where the leadership has been. Tell me where the country has been. Tell me where their money, their culture. They're, they're, they never were a nation. There is no nation of Palestine. I don't have time to get into it today, but I can tell you it's it's easy to research. I, I love PragerU. You go to PragerU and you you look up Palestine and you 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 listen and you get all the history. Get it for yourself. We cannot allow the next generations and even some of our own generation to be brainwashed by lies. We need to turn on the lights so that evil scatters. We bring light onto the subject so that they can see the real truth about what's really happening in the world right now. We cannot, we should not, and we should never capitulate to the pressures of the evil that tries to bring uh, their ideals to the forefront, whether it be in America or Israel or any other place. So what's going on right now in Israel is this, and it's very, very simple. There is war, and war is never a good thing. No one wants war. Israel surely did not want war, but Israel will respond, and they will respond with such might 
and such force that we will hear the cries of the left all across the fruited plain. But we should not be deterred. We should not stop in supporting. We should do all that we can, not just to support Israel, who is our ally, but we should do all that we can to stand for what is right and what is true here in America as well. Because as I stated earlier, we have people in this nation, in this great country, who are looking out to destroy America from the inside. We have political leaders who don't care. Political leaders who would want to see a one world government. Who would, who would run the one world government? Who would be in charge? I would hate to know. I only know one thing. I enjoy our freedoms. And I hope you do too. The reason I have this podcast is because I'm looking for people with like-mindedness. Those of you who may feel like I do, frustrated, want to do more, don't like when we see all these things happen or happening around us. We can change it. We could make a difference by speaking up. No longer should we be silent. No longer should we be quiet. It's time we rise up and speak. And tell the truth. We may lose a few friends. We may have a few neighbors who may not want to deal with us any longer. But the truth must be broadcast at all costs if we care about this great nation. Thanks for joining me today. See you soon. Well, if you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire or watched the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listened or watched. And do me a favor, please share this episode with others who may be interested in these same topics. And also feel free to let me know what topics you'd like to see covered in the future. You can get in touch with me in the comments or by, you know, social media networks. Thanks again for everything. See you next week.